Welcome to the Tummy Team Journey Podcast. I'm Kelly Dean, physical therapist and founder of the Tummy Team. This podcast shares the personal journeys of Tummy Team clients as they restore their core and pursue being strong to be pain-free and connected for the life they were meant to live. Welcome to the Tummy Team Journey podcast. This is Kelly Dean, and today I am interviewing one of our online clients, Lori. Lori has done Core Foundations and Floor of Your Core, and she has just a great story to share. And um, I wanted to just introduce you to her. Hi, Lori. How are you doing? Hi, Kelly. I'm doing really good. Thank you. Great to be on your show. Yes. Podcast. Yeah, you've listened to quite a few of the podcasts. We were talking before we started about some of um, the other stories because I think sometimes when we interview somebody, we're always thinking, oh gosh, you know, I have to have some perfect success story. But it's, it's really not about that. It's, it, you know, nobody has a perfect success story. And it's, it's more about just um, learning from each other and sharing kind of the commonalities that we have. And I love, I love um, some really, you know, neat pieces of your story. And that's why I, I asked you to come on. Um, and I'm excited for everybody to get to know you. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself. You know, you can share your age if you want, um, your, you know, how many kids you've had and kind of what, how did you even hear about the tummy team? Kind of what led you this direction? Okay. So, um, as you said, my name is Lori and I'm 62. So maybe one of your older clients and, um, I have been married for 38 years, and I have three kids. They're all adults. I have a son and two daughters, and they're all married, and two of them have two kids each. So I'm now a grandmother of four granddaughters, and I have two are three and two are one. So I'm really at a different stage than a lot of your your moms that just had babies or recently. So um, I thought I'd try it. you know, I had really, really good success with your program. So here I am. Who did, what was going on in your body? Um, like, I want to get into like, you aren't, you, we do have a series of kind of older women, you know, women that are, uh, you know, more in the adult mom um, age. Um, and, you know, there are a lot of things going on in your body at this time. And there's a lot of demands like you even though you don't have the newborn or the one and three year old at your house all the time, mm-hmm. you still want to be physically active with them. And so we'll talk about that in a minute, but let's talk about like what was going on in your body and who told you about the tummy team? Did you just find it on by Googling or what, what happened? Yeah. So all three of my babies were C-section babies and, um, and I just, I'm, I've always worked out my entire life, very active, still am today, and just was never happy with how the core looked, how my stomach looked, and maybe focused too much on it. But I've always worked out, like I said, and nothing ever helped my pooch that I had, my little stomach. It just didn't fit the rest of my body. So um, contemplated tummy tuck over the years, but just couldn't get myself to do it. I'm so glad I didn't. And then um, I knew someone who did actually have one about a year and a half ago, and she said she had a a DR. And then I thought, you know, I'm just, so I just Googled, like, how to correct a DR without surgery. 
And um, I initially found somebody else who just did a program with no education. And then maybe after a month after that, I found the tummy team just by more searching online. And I saw I found your program and I don't mind doing online programs. And um, so I joined and it was very easy to do. And and I loved it. And within a few weeks, felt felt a change in myself. But I didn't have any really major like back pains or trouble it was I guess just more vanity and just not happy with how my my core looked compared to the rest of my body I mean I am 62 but it just like it was always something with myself that I was never happy with so I just thought I'd try what else it couldn't hurt well and I also think about you know if you go back to three c-sections right Mm -hmm. so there's a certain amount of disconnect um from your your tummy when you have uh, those, you know, a surgery after a surgery. And there's just no, um, there's just no typical rehab for an abdominal surgery. There should be. I mean, we have rehab for knee surgeries and neck surgeries and shoulder surgeries, but we cut open the muscles of the core and there's no there's no rehab plan for that. Well, there should be. I mean, obviously we offer it, but it's not traditional. It's not consistent. So then you go in and you're somebody that exercises a lot, but you don't have a connection to your core anymore. So, you know, a lot of times I say it's kind of like those muscles are a little inert, a little just kind of hanging out there. But as you know, like what happens, the core muscles are postural muscles. They're, they're postural and structural and supportive for your organs and your spine and your pelvis and all of that stuff. So you are using your core all day long. It's just what strategy are you incorporating when you're so disconnected, you know, and exercise and fitness is often a challenge to your core. So if you're challenging your core, but you're not connected to it, you're also, again, forcing your body to use a strategy. And the strategy that's most common that people use is kind of bracing, tensing up, that pushes out a little bit. And right now, if you're listening to the podcast and you think about if I were to tense up my stomach, like somebody was going to punch me in my stomach, what instinctively are you going to do right now? Are you going to kind of tense it up and it actually pushes out ever so slightly? Or could you tense it up where you drive in ever so slightly? And I would say most people that are disconnected to, from their core do that push out. Mm-hmm. And I suspect that that's what you were doing for years and years and years, which led you to having a belly that pushed out instead of a belly that pulled in even though you were really physically fit and active. Would you agree? I do. And, you know, and I'm, my oldest is 35, so things are different today, obviously. My youngest is 29. But the only only rehab was the splint they gave me in the hospital to wear. Which now, is better than nothing. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't even get that. Right. And I probably wore that for two weeks, and, and that was it. But it's so true how it should be so – it should be just – part of having a baby that doctors should talk about um, part of not just having a baby obviously but also any kind of abdominal surgery yeah right. you know I mean your your abdominal wall your core is so important to how you live your life and you know even when I used to like even when I was a new grad physical therapist and I worked in a hospital setting um we you know we get orders to see 
different types of medical type clients. Um, and if we saw somebody that had an abdominal surgery, it was mostly because they were deconditioned and they didn't know how to get out of bed yet. We never, there was never any focus on how are we going to help them reconnect to the muscles that we just cut in half? You know, that was, that's not, it's not even taught in PT school. So it's, it's, uh, it's interesting, but let's go back to your story. Um, so you, you mentioned that, um, the education in our course, mm -hmm. can we talk a little bit about how that was helpful to you? Yes. I mean, just talking about posture, uh, how important sitting is, sitting in the car, on the couch, in a chair. I don't think I ever sit without a pillow behind my back now. And um, that that is really important. And um, that was big for me. Um, and then learning just the daily functions of bending down. The, the education part just was the reason the answer to why, you know, you have, you're doing this because you're going to do this exercise because of, you know, this reason. And so it's just not like do this, this, and this you're telling, you're educating us how to do it. Why we're, why are you going to do it? And why will it help? And you did it all in little steps. Right. And, um, I, I mean, it, now it's like muscle memory. Yeah. I pick it up. I'm, I'm, you know, engaging my core, just emptying the dishwasher, little things like that vacuuming the floor so I yeah. just just explained every you went step by step um how to do things properly and and you only did it you only gave us one week at a time and I really would have been the one to do all six or eight weeks at <laughs> one time so <laughs> and you can't fast forward either so <laughs> no, that, no. I, and you know what well well one thing about the education I am an educator I want you to not blindly just follow along um and I don't want it to feel like it's just a checkoff sheet you do this right. exercise you do that exercise and then when you're six weeks are up, then you're on your own. I really wanted you to understand, you know, be like, it's like an owner's manual for your body. Like this is the only body you're going to have your whole life. You should understand the anatomy, how the muscles work, why things work better, why things work worse. And, and the other thing is the functional integration, making it meaningful. So it's not a series of exercises, but how you move throughout the day. Because like we said, the core muscles are designed to help you with life. We, we built gold's gym and exercises. That wasn't like the garden of Eden didn't have, you know, a 24 hour fitness, you know, it was walking around, you know, squatting, reaching, moving, walking, you know, doing all the things. And that's um, the more we can have you connected to your body in those things, it just adds up to so much, right? Yeah. And uh, um, even we like to bike ride, tandem bike ride, just sitting on the bike. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, my posture on a bike, I don't just to stand, sit up straight, engaging my core. It's just amazing how much better I feel after the bike ride by sitting properly. Right. Yeah. So it just, I know it seems so simple. So the, the thing about not letting you move ahead in the program, yeah. it, and, and this goes back to another conversation we had before we started about how sometimes the exercises I give people look so easy when you're just watching me do it until I actually do it. Um, but that's the thing is if you watch this the first week and we talk a lot about, I jokingly say, I tell you to sit, crawl, 
to breathe properly and to rub your tummy. (laughs) (laughs) And people, if you were just to look at it like that, it would be like, who is this crazy person? That's going to help you. fitness culture of like extreme fitness and crossfit and lifting tires over your head and all of these things that you know we're told we need to do and I give you these real basic okay I need you to think about how you're sitting how you're maybe using the toilet how you're breathing and I want you to touch and feel and connect to those muscles and um and if if you watch that and go oh yeah yeah give me the next thing Right. Yeah. You wouldn't have done it for that week. And that is that week is so important to Mm -hmm. because you can't heal something you can't heal. And for 35 years, you were using your muscles incorrectly. Right. So it can take 35 years or even 35 days to retrain your body to to use them correctly. It took a couple of weeks. Right. Mm -hmm. But but in your mind, it can you we can just sabotage ourselves by not slowing down. And, um, you know, really taking a time. And I think that's the other reason why I educate so much. Uh, it, this is not a fitness program. It's a rehab program. And I want it to be, you know, the last rehab program you need to do, you know. Yeah. Like, and your recap at the end of every lesson is really good, too. Mm-hmm. It's just like it tells you which exercises to do and how many, yeah. not even how many, how often. So right. it was very simple and easy to follow it was I can't say enough about it really (laughs) well I love that so you also um you also uh after core foundations you you decided to do floor of your core not because you had any huge pelvic floor symptoms but mostly because you had such a good reaction to core foundations that you were like it was like proactive right it seems like you're kind of being proactive I want to address any floor any pelvic floor stuff before they become a big issue would you agree with that or do you feel like you had some stuff going on there there was there was a bit which uh, there was a few things but really until I did your the core foundations I didn't even know that they were connected Mm -hmm. and some of the things you talked about in in core foundations about pelvic floor and even about some symptoms, maybe just fullness, you know, um, or heaviness could be pelvic floor issues. So I, I decided to do that. My I had a mom, I still have a mom. My mom and my grandmother both had pelvic issues with um, their bladder and uterus. So I was like, okay, I, I can, pro- I should probably just, like you said, be proactive. And I did the um, add-on, and it was uh, really beneficial. It was really good, taught some great strategies, and it's been very helpful. And hopefully I won't have to go down the same route that my mom and grandmother had to do with surgery. So I just think it's just more education, just like things I was never told, even by my OBGYN. You know, it's just amazing what I've learned through your, your program and um, has really, really helped. And um, yeah, I mean, just like the posture with in, a little bit of indigestion, sitting up straight mm-hmm. all day long, you know, standing right, not being hunched over. That just even helps with digestion, which is kind of a bonus. I didn't plan right. on that. It wasn't even that wasn't something I was going for. Kind of like the pelvic floor stuff. It was 
I didn't yeah. realize how much it was connected to the core. We, um, <clears throat> we, we often will, will joke with clients that um, come to find the tummy team because of a specific thing. They had a diastasis or um, they have, you know, some low back pain or, or something. They, they, you know, just had a baby and they were trying to kind of bounce back. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we came, I came for one thing, but I got a whole body makeover, <laughs> you know, like it's, so true. it's all connected. You know, uh, people are like, oh my gosh, my foot pain is better. Oh, my jaw is different. Oh, I don't wet my pants when I sneeze anymore. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. I didn't even realize that my constipation was, was related to that. Or my mid back pain that's hurt my whole life is gone. And um, it's amazing when um, we, the, it, it just kind of goes to show how important the core is to how your whole body works. And if mm-hmm. we even just think about the word core, you know, it's like the center, the, the, the internal most important part of whatever, you know, machine is there. The core is the thing that keeps it going. Right. And um, we all, we all can kind of, the body is pretty amazing that it will allow us to continue to function with a really ineffective core. Um, But when we start pulling that back, we have these kind of um, bonus, these bonus um, benefits that that trickle out that you weren't expecting. Yeah. Yeah, And it's, when you say upper back pain, because it made me think of your assessment, the pre the pre assessment you do before your mm-hmm. class and after, and it's really important to do that because you do say you will forget what bothered you until mm-hmm. you go back and read it. And like you pointed out, upper back pain, I used to have that. So, but now it's but, gone and you don't yeah. even remember it. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Right. Just, well, there's two things that are great about that that self assessment. One is. Um, <clears throat> we often just um, downplay or minimize a lot of our stuff, right? We're like, oh yeah, that's not that bad, it's not. Until it's like screaming at us, we don't notice it. But I really ask you to take an inventory of all the stuff and stuff that you didn't even think was connected, right? Like we talk about all kinds of stuff and people are like, what does this have to do with anything? But as you go through the course, you start to realize how it go- does. And then it is nice to do that, you know, second and third reassessment and come back and go, oh my goodness, because once the symptoms are better, you don't even remember they were an issue, which is great, but I think you need to, um, it's good for you to go back and, and kind of celebrate the improvements, um, and not just move on to what's the next thing that's wrong with me, which is what a lot of people do. (laughs) But it was, it's really, it's smart to do that, have to do that, whoever does this class. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about your grandkids. Let's talk about your adult children and talk a little bit about um, kind of what the physical demands of your life are kind of right now in relationship to that. Um, um, so my physical demand. So I have so my like I said, I have three kids. My son is 35 and um, we and luckily we're so fortunate that all of our kids live within 15 minutes of, of us. So we get to see the grandkids quite a bit. Um, so Anthony and his wife, Jen, have two kids. Uh, Ella is one, and Sophia is three. And then um, and then my middle daughter, my older daughter, she, her and her husband, Sam, have two kids, and they're one and three. 
So these right. little grandkids, <laughs> they were, you know, they're like three months apart, uh, the three-year-old and the one-year-olds. And that's, that's really fun. And then I have a younger daughter who's married as well. And um, she has only been married two years and no children, children yet. She has a, a new dog. So, and his, her name is Winnie. And, um, and so <laughs> the child um, before children, the dog, yeah, exactly. before children. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, yeah, yeah. It's, it's fun to be able to, like I said to be to you before, is when you get on the floor with the grandkids or be able to get up easily pushing these double strollers, that's no easy task. Oh my goodness. And so like I've told both my, my daughter and daughter-in-law, like running with a jogging stroller is not good. It is so bad for you. And no. um, so I just like, you know, you know, you know, even though walking with the stroller as a grandmother is a proper way to walk with the stroller and with your core and all that. So it's just been really beneficial picking these kids up and engaging my core when I do that, getting on the floor with them. Um, so it's it's just a lot of fun and I want to be active for them. And, and, and we are so and we vacation together and it's just it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And the, and, and the grandma years, I mean, <laughs> They're supposed to really be the fun years because we're not ultimately responsible for these children, right? But we get to glean all the good stuff. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. yeah. We get to glean all the good stuff without being responsible for how they turn out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so it's the best of, of parenting. And so that that's what the grandparent years should be like. And so many um of the clients that I see are like, gosh, they power through pain to be with their grandkids because it's so important to them, but then they have to, they, it, it like, you know, they have recovery for days after or weeks after. Um, and that's not, that's not what we want, right? We want, we want to have the strength, um, to do those physical things. Um, you know, and it's interesting. I'm going up this weekend to visit my sister-in-law who has a new, uh, newborn. And I, I remember like when I go and help, family members or friends that have newborns and I just hold that baby for like maybe an hour. Yeah. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm so exhausted. (laughs) And this mama is doing it plus carrying like, you know, her milk jug boobs and, and she's exhausted and probably has another toddler and probably isn't sleeping through the night. And I just think like it takes a lot of physical strength, even when you're not in that season do that um and and I am I always trying to honor and respect what motherhood demands of us and physically but also emotionally we talked a little bit about um about adult children and and how it's an unexpectedly challenging season um and and I and one of the things that I I shared recently is just how I feel like being physically strong allows us to be emotionally present. You know, if you are constantly dealing with fatigue or feeling just collapsed and and just not having the energy that a well-oiled machine kind of brings with it, yeah. That that drains you a little bit and there are there are emotional there's emotional strength that's required at this in this season that nobody really prepared me for. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anybody prepared you for. Mm-hmm. And I want people to recognize that too, that you, once you're a mom, you're always a mom, right? Yeah, that's, that's, that's for sure. I mean, maybe our adult children 
don't like to think of it like that. But yeah, you are always a mom. You'll always be a mom. And um, I think it, it's so important to be healthy physically, which helps with your men, your mental health. And then just to be able to do whatever the kids ask us to do. Like, you know, you know, we hike a lot with them, um, you know, walking and eventually hopefully snow ski with them. So we just want to be like, I feel like I could do anything with them that they ask, not run a marathon, but if I wanted to run a marathon, I could train for that, but I have no desire to do that. But it's just, it's just like nice to know what, what they ask us to do. We can still do it. Thank God. You know, but I think that's, that's just how we have always lived to try to stay as healthy as we can and, and having a strong core. I mean, my husband's had back issues. And so now he's, he's, he's done doing these exercises with me. And he's he's done your routines with me, and uh, he can't believe like just what a difference it's made with his his core, um, even you know working out as well. So it's I, I mean it's really it's an all it, it affects all aspects of your life because if you can't walk and your back's hurting, your knees or whatever, I mean it's like you're yeah. not going to be able to. We just want to enjoy life to the fullest. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. So um, tell me a little bit about what your kind of ongoing routine is now. You you had mentioned that, you know, you typically are somebody that likes to exercise quite a bit. And I, you know, a lot of times people are a little concerned about our approach because we are pretty openly non-crunches and we say let's not do this and let's not do that and a lot of times people can really focus on all the things we tell them we don't want you to do and then it kind of feels like a roadblock like how do I exercise like what can I do so how have you how have you kind of balanced that out how have you kind of figured out what works for you well I remember in the beginning you you kind of say take off from working out like weightlifting and all that and I won't say if I really listened to that. No, I'm just, um, <laughs> I think I lightened it up a bit. And I will say I have not done a crunch in over a year because it, I always said they never worked. I always said that. And, um, and they never did for me. And so anyway, so I have been faithful and have done everything you have said. I So I still do, I try to do like functional exercises. I do the treadmill a lot, uh, the elliptical and when it's nice out, we're here in Cleveland. I do like to walk outside. And um, so I do that. And I do do weight training three times a week. And I, I through, through the tummy team, I found fit to be. So I joined her membership and I love it. And then um, since January, I think I also incorporated stretching like three days a week. That's I've been really consistent on that. And then I always do the tummy team, which, which you tell you, you recommend the stretches throughout the day. And then I do, I do core workout three to four days a week as well. But a lot of the routines that Tammy, or not Tammy, geez, um, Beth has, you know, doing them and if you're engaging in your core, I feel like you're basically doing a, a core routine as well. Yeah. Every workout can be a core workout. Um, so that's, that's the thing though, when you say I do a core workout, what does that look like for you now? It's not, it's not sit outs, right? It's not. No, no, it's standing. I did your standing routine today. And it's mm-hmm. just a lot of breathing correctly and, mm-hmm. and engaging the core side bends, um, 
maybe like pulsating your your core um a lot of elongated and and pulling you know that hug feeling right that wrap around hug feeling yeah i do all my exercises different now for for the breathing i mean my just lunges any kind of uh you know, bicep curls, whatever, any kind of weight, wherever the, the um, workout is the hardest, mm-hmm. the challenge, that's when I'm engaging my core. I never did that up until a year ago. And never. Well, and I, I was a personal trainer for 10 years. I just don't know. Obviously, they weren't aware. Yeah, um, they don't know. They don't know. And this is what's crazy is, like you said, oh, I never did that before. But knowing what you know now your core had to stabilize you so what was happening when when you were working out all the time and doing weight training is your tummy was pushing out every time you did a bicep curl even if it was just minimally it was pushing out to stabilize you and you being able to reverse that to learn how to exhale elongate engage on the effort now, every bicep curl, every lunge, every squat, every tricep press, every yes. every little thing you do also has recruits the core effectively. And that creates this muscle memory that helps you with all the little things and uh, and the big things. And so you retraining that, you know, makes makes a huge difference. Um, you also. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, just learning how to breathe different, engaging the core, doing a bicep or a lunge. It was, it was really weird. It was kind of, you had to really do it slowly because you're lifting and at the same time exhaling as you're engaging your core. That just didn't seem, it was the, always the opposite of what I was doing. And it seemed backwards, but now it's, it's automatic for me. And um, yeah. I just, it's wonderful. It's, yeah. Well, it made, it made yeah. a huge difference. We, we call that breathing in opposition. And I think it's what's sabotaging most people in everything they do. Um, the breath is the foundational piece of everything we do. Um, and one of the things my colleague Jillian always says, you know, is, you know, we, we breathe like 40,000 time, times a day, you know, like yeah. what could be a better use it or lose it strategy than that, you yeah. know? Um yeah. Yeah. The other thing that you had told me before that you that is part of your routine now, which I I think maybe was hard for you at first. I can't remember. But is the abdominal massage. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I your your tummy balm and I love it. And um, that was one of the first things you talked about was, you know, massaging your, your stomach even if you don't want to, but it's really, um, the balm, it's helped to stop my stomach. I do that in the morning before I go to bed. And then, um, I, I believe that has helped with, um, digestion, digestion issues as well. So no, I, I'm beginning to like my belly a lot better after oh. all these years. It's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's a real interesting process for people to, um, men and women, honestly, um, to get them to touch and massage their tummy. Um, I had a, I had a gentleman the other day in an e session. He's like, I, I tried to do the, um, the abdominal massage, but I didn't feel anything. So I figured it didn't, it wasn't, I, I didn't need it. I was like, the fact that you didn't feel anything, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, 
oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh that is is so true right it's like yeah yeah, it's 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 interesting um in that okay so it's been a journey for sure yeah so you um you weren't skeptical at all about it being online. You'd already done some online programs and had success, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. It was, and it's very easy. It's very easy to do. And yeah. no, that was not even a, a, a thought, you know, to hold me back. And um, it's priced very well as well. So no. Yeah. I in hindsight, I mean, in the time. So what else are we going to do? It was 2020. It was yeah. to do an online class. I know. Well, you know, it's interesting when people are um, thinking about putting the money into it at first, you know, especially women, they're all like, oh, am I going to pay, you know, this much money for a course? I don't know if I'm going to finish it or do it. You know, I could do this exercise class for like a fifth of the price. Um, But on the other side of the course, um, hands down, everybody says it was so worth that money. It was like, you know, one of one of my. one of my clients recently just said, you know, I just eliminated co-pays that I had been paying all year, every year for temporary relief, you know, you know, because nobody, nobody even thought to strengthen my core, you know? It's so true. I, um, my niece just had a baby about six weeks ago and I, I sent her, uh, I think it was on Instagram, like how you were doing the mother's day sale, sent her that she, um, she just had a baby. And I just said, I wish I had this information 35 years ago. And my, my daughter-in-law did your course back in December. So I've like, I've been spreading the word or I'll tell my nieces and my daughter's like, Hey, you've got to watch this Instagram story today. I mean, Mm -hmm. or the people you interview, the stories and how you've helped so many women, it's just incredible. So there's, even though I'm not at the baby age, I have a, you know, kids. You have an influence. Yeah. I think about that too um, with my girls. Like I've got my girls, my future daughter-in-law, you know, I, none of my kids are, my kids are a little bit younger than yours, um, but still I have a boy and two girls and nobody's married yet. And some of, you know, my girls are still in high school, but um, I do think about their future and um, preparing them um, well for motherhood and, um in a way that I never had that they're, they're going to be so much they're better. So lucky. They're so lucky to have your, their mom. <laughs> Jeez, yes. I, my, my sister-in-law that I'm going to see, um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do a podcast with her too. And because she's, she, uh, you know, she didn't do everything. It's hard sometimes when people know me personally, um, it's harder for them to see me as a professional sometimes, you know? Yeah, um, so, so they may not want to do my full course cause you know, they just know me and they just want to glean stuff at family gatherings. And, and I'm always like, you really need the full thing. Like you need to see yeah. me as a client. You can't just ask me over Thanksgiving dinner, what stretch to do for your sciatica. Um, well, if she's worth it. She needs to take the class. <laughs> I know. And I, and I give them to them. Like I give them as oh, gifts, but, but you can't, you can't really, I mean, you can give it as a gift, but I think most women need to invest a little bit to feel invested. Yeah. Um, and so it's just kind of where it's at, but I, I love that you are 
you know, you're not only just embracing how it's helped you, and I'm sure you're telling girlfriends and stuff that are your age, but, you know, also that you do have an influence on your your daughters and your daughter-in-law and other people in your life so that, you know, our big thing and part of the reason we do this podcast is because we want people to realize they're not alone. Um, it can feel very overwhelming, um, when, especially when you have symptoms that seem really common but a little elusive and you can't really pull it all together. Um, and that's what, you know, it's really hard to explain to people what we do with the tummy team because it's so big and so small and, you know, it's, um, but, but hearing people's stories and helping people understand how maybe functional core weakness has been keeping them from being exactly who they're supposed to be and how they're supposed to live their life and trying to get that message out there. And that's what I'm, I, I'm really grateful that you were able to share that with us. Yeah. Thank you. And then really at my age, I, it's just like pelvic floor issues are now, you know, a thing, but who talks about them? Right. Not really many people. So I've been bringing that up a little bit, but it's just like, don't, no one really talks about it. And so we have all these new products, you know, for, you know, underwear, incontinence underwear, that yeah. you, you know, all these new, like, you know, products out there to just say, okay, it's, you're basically saying everybody wets their pants. Here's the, the, the new underwear for you for that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't believe that that's the way it's supposed to happen. Um, and I just, I believe there's a better way. And I think that, I think that just letting people know that our body has an incredible capacity to heal if we mm -hmm. simply know how it's designed to function and help it function in that way, a lot of things get better. Maybe things aren't going to be like they were when we were 21, but they're going to be a lot better. And we can maybe avoid unnecessary surgeries and avoid the, like limiting our lives so much because, we might not be able to get to a bathroom or just things like that that people just don't even recognize. It, it the symptoms be, happen often so slowly, right? That we don't really realize until oh my gosh, I've been living like this for a long time. That's true. And I, I just I mean we usually when we walk we usually walk about three miles. And I, I have noticed since I did the pelvic floor add on that I can. I don't have the urge to go to the bathroom as as fast as I did before. Like I'm at three miles and like, okay, it's time, you know, I'm fine. Now I can go home and go to the restroom. But before it was like maybe mile two. I'm like, oh gosh, I feel like I got, you know, use the restroom. And, and you know, I think this strengthening the pelvic floor really helped. And I, I just noticed that on our most recent walks. I'm like, this is really good. Yeah, it feels good. It feels yeah. good. All right. Is there anything else you'd like to share before we wrap this up? Um, to join now, if you haven't join the Tommy team. Honestly, you you. I mean, at my age, at sixty-two, it, you've made a tremendous impact um, for having babies thirty-five years ago, and I I notice a difference in inches. Um, and it's. I mean, you're not. Too, I guess you're never too old. And you always said that you're not never too old. And real, I'm not a new mom, but. Um, so it's just like you've really you've helped me a lot, and I really appreciate that. And grateful that I found you online. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, we say you're never too old, you're never too out of shape, you're never too weak, and you're never too overweight to do this work. Right. 
So I feel like all the things that keep people back from and 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 uh, all the ways that we kind of settle for this is how it is. Um, mm-hmm. I want to just kind of challenge all of those things and just give you know you are worth it. You know, an investment in yourself is just makes such an investment in your family and in your community and in your future. And I just, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad that you were able to share your part of the story. And I think people will relate to that. And I think, I think it's good for the younger moms to hear some of the older moms and, and kind of have hope and not feel like, Oh, it's just all downhill. It's not right. Nope. Take charge. Thanks, Arge. I love it. All right. Thanks so much, Lori. Thanks for joining us today. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening with us today. Thank you for um, joining our podcast. And if you want to know more about what we do at the Tummy Team, check out our website, thetummyteam.com. And then also, we have tons of resources on YouTube and we mentioned Instagram and Facebook. We, We have a lot of free resources for you out there and we want to help you understand what's going on in your body and help you be strong for the life you were meant to live. All right. Be well wherever you are. Thank you for joining us today at the Tummy Team Journey Podcast. The Tummy Team is committed to validating your story, providing you with relevant practical education to understand your body, and offering effective solutions to live the life you were meant to live. Check out thetummyteam.com to get more information about how we can help you specifically and see if one of our online programs is right for you. You can also follow the Tummy Team on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube to get tips, encouragement, and support.